the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF with the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here. Rufus Edmondson across the table from me, the former Attorney General and Secretary of State, Deputy Chief Counsel on the Senate Watergate Committee, the man who interviewed Gordon Liddy, for, uh, who passed away this week. Yeah. That's right. He was quite a character, by yeah. the way. He, I, I remember... We, we had a system where before anybody went on public that you had to interview him beforehand because a good lawyer always says, I'm not going to ask a question where I don't know what the answer is. Right, absolutely. And so Mr. Liddy came into my personal office and immediately jumped up on the desk, just jumped up there and got in, in this, this menacing stance <laughs> and didn't want to fight or anything, but he was just acting up crazy. Uh-huh. And I attempted to interview him and my staff, and I told Senator Urban, I said, well, look, Senator, I don't believe this man will make the kind of witness we want because he'll make, a, he'll make us look like jackasses, and he will be one himself. And we decided not to call him. Oh, and so that's mm-hmm. my story on, on G. Gordon Liddy, and what a character, though. Yeah, he was a character. He was a CIA agent. At, at one time, and a radio guy, so you know and, he's crazy. And, 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 had a, and had a law degree. That's right. Was he in and the FBI, too? He was in the FBI. Yeah. Okay. And he was also a Watergate burglar. Yeah. That's why you he, interviewed him. He, he was the lead burglar. He, he had been arrested, and uh, so that that's why you interviewed him. You know that in uh, June the 17th of this coming year, 2022, will be the 50th anniversary of the break-in of the Watergate. How many, of our, how many of our listeners out there remember that? And I, I figure we're going to have a pretty good little celebration somewhere, somehow, and I would love to go to Washington and hold an event in the Senate caucus room where we held those hearings yeah. to see how many of us are still alive. Right. How about that? And, you know, we had a good North Carolina contingency sure here. Sure did. A lot, of, a lot of great lawyers. Sure did. Yeah. And uh, you're the uh, current Secretary General of Gardening in North Carolina, too. That's well, I'm, right. I'm Jasper's buddy. Jasper's <laughs> buddy. But don't, don't leave that out. And Phil and Paul are my buddy. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And Linda's and husband. Sam. <laughs> and Sam. Linda's husband. That's right. Yeah. And by the way, our, our friend, let's have the, the Cliff Joynerism of the day. <laughs> Cliff Joyner's uh, one of my long uh, fr- longtime friends from Nashville. Nashville, he, and he gave me this book. Uh, Edward Jones is uh, the company, but it has 
little euphemisms in here, and today is, if you aren't making some mistakes, you aren't taking enough chances. Mm-hmm. By John Scully, whoever John Scully was, yeah. Or is yeah, yeah. So that, that, that's, that's true. That's today's uh, famous saying. That can be true. That can definitely be applied to gardening. <laughs> you got to, so you got to be real. The truth, then that's you got to have a little bit of intelligence thrown in there too. <laughs> Otherwise, you must make a lot I know of mistakes. No, no avocation or profession where mistakes can be fun as much as in gardening and yeah. experimentation. Yeah, and that's all right. all of us make them. All of us have killed plants, so don't. Or planted in the wrong place. Yeah. Right up oh, about I, I three a, feet from your house. Yeah, I, I, I make a <laughs> point to do that, as a matter of fact, throughout my gardening career. But it's just okay. Put, put them in. You, and, Rufus, you say that you, you just kind of put them wherever, right? That's what well, I do. Where I find a space. That's right. And that's why I don't, I don't allow any professional landscaper. No. To be on my place I'd because I don't want to. They'd have you sitting on the bench out oh, there they crying. Oh, they would have me in a dunce, a dunce corner <laughs> the whole time because they'd say, "What's this plant doing here?" Well, let's see. Uh, Miss Monica, you're a friend of Miss Monica too. Hey, Monica. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Have you ever killed a plant? Well, yeah, probably so. <laughs> <laughs> not, not on purpose by no means. I know you're just so sweet. You would never do that. <laughs> So uh, everything okay at the farmer's market? I guess everybody's bundled up. They are, but it's a beautiful morning, and everybody's scurrying around getting things unloaded. Of course, it's been kind of a challenging week for our farmers. Um, They've been having to do a lot of extra frost protection if they've got strawberries or peaches or any of the early um, plantings that they've done. So they've been having to do a lot of extra work, a lot of long nights. Um, When will the peach people in North Carolina know if they have had any damage? would say probably have to give it a couple weeks to know for sure um but or they may know sooner it's always one of those things you have to just kind of wait out and see you know sometimes if it's not such a hard freeze some of the peach growers say it sort of helps them it helps thin the trees right um so i know the uh, apple people around hendersonville were a little worried because Mm -hmm. a lot of those blossoms some some of the varieties the blossoms were were not as tight as others and they were very susceptible to cold, and it's colder up there, obviously. So. Yes, um, and it's—I mean—we've had a pretty, pretty hard freeze, I believe, especially mm-hmm. this morning. So, we did. Um, I know they had, you know, worked hard, and they—they they have a lot of things that they do, frost protection measures that they use. So hopefully, everybody will come out okay. Um, we're definitely keeping our fingers crossed, and um, we'll be hearing, and we'll report back as soon as we do start hearing from any of those growers what they're, what everything's looking like. Yeah, because we're looking forward to the peaches and apples this year. Oh, yes, and strawberries. They're just around the corner. That's we're right. Those yeah. little-grown ones um, that we're expecting our regular production um, strawberries to start coming in any day now. This cold weather's kind of settled back a little bit, but um, I would say in the next couple weeks we'll have them rolling in pretty good, we hope. Golly, it just doesn't seem possible. I know. But it is April. It is. It certainly is. And same thing with all of our plant and um, flower growers. You know, a lot of those guys, some of them had started moving in. And so some of them had to move back out with the little cold snap that we've had. And so if you come out to shop today, you kind of have to bear with them because some of them are getting their plants moved back in and, you know, back into their spaces and everything. So um, they had to take some of those home to protect them, of course, or do a few little extra measures in order to, to keep them protected. So um, 
they sort of come out and shop with these guys. There's a few still getting moved in by next week. All of our plant growers should definitely be here. Lots of flowers. I saw some beautiful hydrangeas down there. Um, I think most of them did take those home, but they're supposed to be getting moved back in today or tomorrow um, with the, the hydrangeas um, that I saw down there earlier in the week. And then vegetable plants galore um, right now coming in and all sorts of potted flowers and hanging baskets, shrubbery, fruit trees, herbs, succulents, just a great selection of all sorts of plants and flowers. House plants also right now. Um, seems like house plants is kind of became a, became more popular in the past couple of years. Um, everybody's really been trending towards doing more house plants, it seems, than they, than they did at one time. And that may be because people are just home more right now. Right. So right. everybody's um, trying to do a little bit, I guess, play with their green thumb just to see how good it really is, right? Yes, yep. yes. So um, did you mention asparagus? Oh, well, I don't know if I did, but we do have some. It started coming in this week. Um, asparagus along with a lot of the um, lettuces, some greenhouse tomatoes. Of course, we still have collards and turnip greens and mustard greens, kale, spinach, those sorts of things, as well as broccoli and cauliflower, some beets showing up, and um, apples and sweet potatoes, which are kind of a staple um, almost all year. Well, sweet potatoes definitely all year round. Mm-hmm. Apples are almost the same. Um, so you can still find those right now as well, and lots of yummy baked goods down there this morning. Um, some beautiful Easter cakes and Easter-decorated um, cookies and that sort of thing. So if you're looking for something maybe for Easter lunch or dinner or maybe just to fill up those Easter baskets, there's a lot of great things you can hop on out here and grab and fill up those baskets. Is Gerald Adams down there trying to pawn off those plants or tomato <laughs> seeds he's got? Is he back there today? He is here. He oh. is, and um, I'm sure he would be glad to talk to anyone who comes by and just share all of his knowledge. Boy, he does have it. He is vegetable plants, especially tomatoes. Yeah, and um, he has such a great selection. Is he selling variety. seeds or or, or uh, plants down there? Do you know? Say that one more time. Are you, is he selling seeds, uh, tomato seeds, or plants? Just the plants. Plants. To my okay. knowledge, just the plants. Yeah, boy, he has more. He's is like he's like. Uh, Frankenstein in his lab. He's mm-hmm. got he's got more stuff developed. He, some named after his um, friends. I mean, he's got he's developed his own varieties. Mm-hmm. So uh, he really knows his stuff. He does. He I does. like his Gerald's Lightning. Yeah, is a good tomato. Mm-hmm. Compact, quick grower, juicy. So if you, you see him, tell him we gave him plenty of publicity this morning. I know. I'll have to tell him. You guys are talking him up. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about him, all right. That's right. Good or bad, right? Yeah, good or bad, we're talking about him. <laughs> so what about, uh, have we finished with everything under the farmer's shed? For the most part, all right. I believe so. Um, of course, well, I don't think I mentioned the honey and the fresh salsa, but honey, of course, with the pollen season, um, a lot of folks like to keep that fresh local honey on hand, and it is available down there. Um, so be sure to check those guys out and, and keep that supply going. <clears throat> honey and salsa. That, that'd be quite a mix. Yes, it would. Like sweet and sour. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, okay, something to consider. True, that's right. And uh, up in the country store, the market shops? 
Yeah, and, you know, I mentioned filling up those Easter baskets, and um, I guess you could start out down in the farmer's area and just continue on up to the market shops. There's all sorts of candies and sauces, preserves, different gift items in there. Um, You can find the handmade soaps and lotions. There's all sorts of snack mixes you can grab, and, um, of course, North Carolina wines, barbecue sauces, and just fill up those baskets, and um, you want to make something special for someone, I think you could fill it up with a lot of North Carolina goodies and they would be very happy. Um, I think that would make anybody happy for Easter or for any other occasion. And of course, you can find fresh meats and cheeses in there, the local seafood, and um, get anything you need for your Easter meal preparation. And if you can't find the meats and cheeses that you're looking on there in the market shops, of course, the Hunter Pork Center is open as well with all sorts of pork products available. And just a great place to come, shop around, um, support our lo- local North Carolina farmers and different producers, and um, just be able to say that you're eating something local when produced here in North Carolina. Yeah, that's a, that's a good, great thing. Uh, we, we talked earlier with a caller about Supersod because he was looking for compost, and we, of course, mentioned Wake County sells it at the the landfill here, the big landfill, I guess New, New Up Road maybe. Mm-hmm. And uh, Supersod has big bags. I don't know how many cubic yards are in those bags. But it's, one, it's one cubic yard. It's 27 cubic foot. Okay. Um, and so that's the big yellow bag. And, of course, they'll deliver those. You can pick them up. Um, they do have smaller bags available as well, so mm-hmm. if you're not needing that huge quantity all at once, they can definitely, you know, help you out with just getting, you know, smaller amounts as you need it. They also have pine straw and, of course, sod, all different varieties. They have a plot down there where you can see the different varieties growing, and, of course, they'll help you out with anything you need with your loan. Um, any advice or anything you might be having problems with, they'll help you get in the right direction. And they'll find somebody. They have a, a list of people who can install. If you don't want to install the sod, they, they, they can get somebody to do it for you. They surely do, and um, a lot of great information. That's a, a wonderful crew working down there. So if you're looking to change your landscape or your lawn, they'll definitely help get you exactly what you need. All right, and... Uh, the restaurants, oh my goodness! Mm. It's just uh, you just overdose out there. The seafood restaurant, they they, you know, they just give you too much. They just they just pile it on, and it's good. They are. They're very <laughs> generous with their portions. That's for sure. Um, and they are doing a great job. The seafood restaurant right now does not have indoor seating yet. They do have outdoor seating, and um, of course, you can do to go orders. They are doing um. Online ordering, um, not necessarily taking phone calls as much as they once were. Trying to get folks to get used to going to their website at nccfood.com. Place your order on there, and they'll have it ready for you. Um, and then you can have, you know, enjoy your meal there at one of their picnic tables. Or I see people go back and, um, I guess you could say tailgate. Um, oh yeah, sure. Put their tailgate down and sit on their tailgate and enjoy their seafood or. Um, take it home with you, you know, whatever works for for your needs at the time. And um, they're doing a great job. So be sure to come out and support those guys. And, of course, our State Farmers Market Restaurant, they have indoor seating as well as outdoor patio dining there. And um, those homemade biscuits, if you've not tried them, you got to come and have one. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you talk about portions. Yeah, they, they, especially if you get pancakes. Oh, yeah. Good gracious. They're biggest pan- size. Yeah, they really are. They are. That's they're, a fun place to go. And they're delicious. And just, you know, old-fashioned country cooking, they have daily lunch specials um, open till, till 3 p.m. daily. And there are seafood restaurants open till 8 each night. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, good time to come out. And everybody asks me which one should they eat at. And I'm like, well, do both. You know, have lunch at one and come back and have, <laughs> you know, dinner at the other. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You better come hungry. I know. That's the truth. <laughs> Maybe do it on different days. Might be a better Yeah, idea. I think so. <laughs> Market Imports is, is yeah. there. Uh, they have really beautiful stuff there, and unu- some really unusual. Things. They do, and they have got just the greatest selection of containers right now. Um, if you're looking to maybe add a container to your patio, your front porch, you can come out and pick and choose just any, all different shapes, sizes, colors, and of course, get one of those, and you can go down on the farmers in the farmers area and fill it up with plants, or pick out the plants that you'd like to put in it. They have trellises and fountains, and they also have a lot of indoor furnishings as well. So um, come out and check those guys out. They're doing a, a great job with keeping a, a unique selection over there. And I um, do want to mention, we had talked about the market shops. You know, we didn't talk about the Rufus dog. We can't let a day go by. Oh, heavens no, see a work, of, a work of art. Are you uh, planning <laughs> planning to have a Rufus dog today, Rufus? Uh, I do. Okay, yeah. I'd love to watch them make it. It's it's like they're doing a, a piece of great delicate artwork. They're just not sloshing it on the plate on the no. hot dog, are they? No, they're, they're yeah. tiny little picky, picky artistic motions. They do. They're doing a great job. And try if you haven't tried some of their other menu items, be sure to do so. Yeah, um, doing a great job, and they're. Of course, they're at the Market Grill. I don't know if they've got their snowflakes back up and going where they do the snowflake with the fresh fruit on it. Um, that's Probably not this place. morning. <laughs> oh, they could have the real thing this morning. I know. Oh, yeah. Scrape it off the windshield. That's very true. <laughs> Gee whiz. Yes. It's uncalled for, Phil. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> that's what that guy was doing out here. He was just like. He's scraping his windshield. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't use those things. We don't want to make people think that they're scraping their windshields for the and then adding fruit. Hey, Monica, we're having fun. You see what I have to put up with here? I mean, I, I ask these friends in to have have a little party every Saturday morning, and this is what I get for it. Mm-hmm. Well, we're just Monica's, having fun, Monica. Speaking of the market imports, uh, they have hose pottery. I call it H O S E hose party. Uh, pottery, pottery, <laughs> and it's fitted so that you can put a hose and wind it up in it. Yeah. You know, people have a lot of problem with their hoses snaking yeah. around. And That's right, and it's decorative ugly. too. Yeah. And you you have a special uh, hole down there to Those run your nice. hose through it to hook yeah. it to the to the connector. But then it. you've got to get somebody to wind it uh, up for you. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and unwind it. But it it will it will certainly. It'll almost train itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it will after a while. So I know they've got four or five of them left because I bought two. Oh, my goodness. i got to get my water hoses back out in the yard because, you know, it's been pretty cold here and there. I haven't, I haven't been doing any watering outside. Of course, we haven't needed needed to, but that's a great thing to have. So they're very decorative. Well, Miss Monica, I appreciate you being with us. Yes, we appreciate 
appreciate you guys, too. And just one last thing. I did want to mention the craft shed. Of course, everybody be sure to check it out. You never know what's going to be there from week to week. A lot of unique items, a little bit of concession food, and um, maybe probably some more things there make wonderful Easter gifts as well. Mm-hmm. That's right. Have a nice day, my friend. You too. Take care. See us. Right. We're here tomorrow for Easter, and we're open seven days a week. All right, Miss Monica. Great. That's Monica Wood out at State Farmers Market with us on WPTF. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. It's 926. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. You could uh, you could see Rufus prancing around the studio to that one this morning. So uh, good good morning again, everybody. It's nine thirty four. You're listening to the Weekend Gardener. We're having a little Beatle Fest this morning. A little a couple of songs you'll hear this morning. I just I, I just wanted to hear uh, Rufus. Rufus is getting calls by the millions. Uh, I think uh, I think that was his choreographer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Or his voice coach. Yeah, that's a great song. Uh, 919-860-9783. Speaking of great, the whip is with us this morning. Oh, the whip. Lash, how you doing, buddy? Cold Alamance County. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's right airish down here, too. And and Rufus don't need a choreographer. All you need is a quart jar and some good music. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, apple cider. You yeah. got it, Whip. There you go. I love that apple cider. Well, it's a good thing we're not on TV. They would have seen Rufus, <laughs> Rufus prancing here. And a good cigar. Good cigar, yeah. A good old Baccarat. <laughs> so everything, everything good? Yeah. Yeah. You know, this cold weather's got me. I, I, every year, our dogwoods bloom at Easter. Yeah. They're beautiful. Yeah, they're they're doing it. They're doing it. Now. Yeah. It makes you feel so good because, you, know, you know, he is risen. And you know what that dogwood tree was. Right. Yeah. But it bothers me that now... Mine's getting ready to bloom, and it's so cold. I'm afraid that this cold weather's going to just make the blooms brown. Paul uh, or or Phil, Rufus, uh, what, what do you think about the dogwood bloom? It's pretty sturdy compared to. I think it's going to be okay. To some other delicate blooms that we have it could get just a little bit of brown, yeah, it, just a tiny yeah. bit. But I think it'll. What do you think, Paul? Uh, I'll defer to you, Phil. Yeah, I, I think you're probably right. Um, They're totally out down here. The the dogwoods yeah, are, are in full bloom here. Right. I, I, in our well, parking mine lot. Are, mine are just beginning to to bloom. And now we got a tulip tree. Now it is, oh, it's beautiful. It is just wide open. Yeah. But our dogwoods got the red buds in the woods. Uh, you know, I guess that's why spring is my favorite time of the year. I yeah. love spring. Yeah, yeah, there's tons of red buds up there around Meb, and that's where mine came from. And um, well, I'm in Burlington. Well, it's close. Well, Alamance County, good old Alamance, Alamance County. Good old that's Alamance all, County. That's all you yeah. got to say. 
Um, I think this this is the good news. I think that you know the good Lord usually does things perfectly. You know, he always does. So I think the fact that we've got dogwoods and redbuds in Alamance County, um, they're probably not going to get hurt. I, I really think that the cold may just slow them down a little bit. But I really usually if things are planted by nature, na- like natives, they're usually going to yeah. be fine. Yeah, I so think you're probably I, better I off there good. than we would be here. Yeah. They'd, be, they'd be a little more susceptible here because they're already out. Yeah. But I, I think the, the blooms, the bracts, <clears throat> Are, yep. are pretty sturdy and what we what most of what we see are called bracts on right right so i think we're uh, I, to, I think we're good i have to say this real quiet so i i hope a lot of people kind of close your ears when i say this my confederate rose is beginning to sprout out <laughs> all right so, you may call it the confederate i rose. don't uh you know i don't have one do you do you have i certainly do and i love it do you sell those we i I am trying to. Is this one like? Are you refer, referring to the the uh, lady banks or one of those or just or Honey, something? I don't know what it is. Okay, because some people call some people call lady banks a Confederate rose. rose. Yeah, let me it let is me check. Absolutely beautiful when it blooms. I don't think it's. I don't yeah, think well, that's the, it's not the same. Confederate rose, the one I know of, is in the fall of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Okay, yeah, it's I got gotcha. you. Sprout out now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, we will. Yes, we will have those. Yes. But you know, I'm a sorry, lot of I'm... things are blooming now. That uh, that you know, I've got that sweet osmanthus. It's been blooming oh, for yeah. for a couple of weeks, and that's that's normally a fall thing, but it's fall and spring now. So <laughs> right. We may get the Confederate rose in uh, in the spring too. But there, I'm sure there more. There's more than one variety. That is a, a beautiful plant. Right. And works, and, and it, it depends on the weather. If if in the fall, if it gets, uh, if the cold comes in too quick, uh, I won't have any blooms at That's all. That's true. Mm-hmm. Some years I'm just loaded, and some years I'm not. Yeah, so I don't know, but I'm ready for I'm ready for spring. This cold weather, this old man don't like cold. Weather. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd well, rather have a day like today than 90, 90 degrees and humidity. Yeah, me yeah. too. Me too. Well, I moved yesterday. And Me too. The froze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cold. That wind uh, night before last, we went to a ball game, our grandson's ball game, and we just about froze. Oh, I bet so. Ooh, if you'd been was using whipping. a pushmore whip like you like you should, you wouldn't have frozen. Ooh. Well, when you just when you get this old Rufus, you get on that mower and ride. Well, see, <laughs> you just drive. You were just driving too fast. The wind picked up too much. That, <laughs> see, you, the faster you drive, the more wind you get. Yeah. How's yeah. Officer yeah. Reitenberry doing? Do what? How's Officer Reitenberry doing? They're in Mebane. He's he's doing real good. In fact, uh, he kind of surprised us this morning. We go to a little restaurant in. Uh, Gibsonville called Pete's Grill. It's just a hole in the wall, home cooking. Mm-hmm. And he sent me a text about 15 minutes till 7 tell me he was up and he was going to breakfast with us. So oh, fantastic. Oh, what a nice surprise. So we all, uh, <laughs> me and my wife and him, we, we all uh, had breakfast together at Pete's and it was uh, it, it was just so good. Uh, yeah. For all of us to be together, but I told Rufus, and uh, I had a a highlight of my life 
one of the one of the biggest highlights I've had in my entire life was on March the 16th at Tabasco Masonic Lodge. My son became a full-grown Mason. Oh wow! All right, quite an honor. Yeah, and I got to present him his ring. And uh, thank goodness the good Lord stood with me and kept my emotions calm. Yeah. <laughs> you, you didn't cry any whip? Uh, I won't say that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, was, uh, it, it was awesome. It, it really was. And he, 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 he tells me when, he, when things like that, when we, we were doing it, he said, Dad, don't get emotional. Don't get emotional. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you you and you and uh, and Coach Roy are both emotional, yeah, and that's a that's a good thing. Yeah, I just uh, it really things things get to me. I've been that way all my life. Yeah, well, that's good. But uh, listen, you guys, uh, you guys have a great weekend. Happy Easter, and remember, remember this: He is risen. Have a great day, Will. Right. You too. Bye. Love y'all. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, let's go to Owen and Raleigh. Owen, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning, Weekend Gardener. Rufus still dancing over there. He's, he's, uh, he just oh, yeah. hasn't stopped. He, he, you know, it's just, there's no control of Rufus. So. Oh, man, I've been, I've been twisting and shouting. Back <laughs> just like right. Ferris Bueller, huh? Oh, yeah. I'm nestled up next to the uh, 1938 Billico shortwave radio. Oh, wow. Oh, that's great. How can we help you, Owen? Yeah, so uh, I've got a bit of a plant project today. I'm uh, hoping to get some recommendations on some bushes I can plant in front of my house. I get a good bit of sunlight out here, and the soil's pretty good, Um, but getting ready to take a trip to Logan's and wanted to see what you guys would recommend. Um, I got a small little short uh, 1927 stone house. So not a ton of, not a ton of soil to work with, but um, I got little beds ready to go. And I just pulled up my, my bushes yesterday. So. Are you, are, Owen, are you talking about foundation plants close to the house or are just exactly. in the front yard? Yep, foundation close to the front, uh, close to the house. Yeah, yeah. And ha- how far is it from the ground to the windowsill? It is three and a half feet, probably. So you're going to want something pretty low growing, I would think. Mm-hmm. And hopefully uh, something that I can put in the ground today. So I don't know if it's a good good day to try to do that with cooler temperatures, but. No, it'd be a good day. I'm, I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to suggest azaleas. I've, okay. I, I've had azaleas there in in my front yard that are over seventy five years old, and they're so agile and easy to work with. You want to trim them way back or not way back? Uh, mm. I, I'm just I'm just recommending azaleas. And certainly, a lot of people go for the old standard boxwoods. Well, the trouble about those is that you, they're going to look the same all your life. <laughs> Yeah, and they're not going to grow that quickly, mm. unless you and get the American get... boxwoods. They're going to get yeah, taller than there... that three and a half feet too. Is there a particular variety of azalea that would would do better? I'm 
Well, I'll tell you, you get your money's worth out of Encore as I is or or. And I don't know. Um, let's see. There's a there's a smaller growing Encore that has just come out, mm-hmm. and that would probably be better than the uh, larger ones for that spot because the smaller ones are they're not that small. When I say smaller, they just uh, they stay shorter. They don't have to have as much pruning and that sort of thing, and they give you color. Um, Probably if you, but if you want greenery, um, you know you could go with Hellera hollies or something like that. Um, just what about like a little Carissa holly or yeah. a, a dwarf Burford or something like that? Right. Yeah, that would kind of. I mean, for me, I would do um, various plants just to give some different texture and different color. But mm-hmm. if you want something very formal looking, then yeah, something. Like Paul suggested, or Hellera, uh, they'll stay more formal looking. Gotcha. Yeah, I definitely would gravitate more towards the variety. I'm not very, I'm not a very formal person. Right, <laughs> right. Um, I would suggest that you. You said you were going to head over to Logan's. I would just take a picture of gotcha. the front of your house and um, show it to them and get them to help you um, to look at that and help you with what you can. Like it's sometimes it's better to see it, and so you can yeah. see what they have, and then make some uh, make some selections that way. I'm more of a visual person, so I like to put That's things good. together right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Rufus, I uh, I wanted to also give y'all a, a laugh if I could this morning. I'm a, a fellow hot dog lover, and my love for the uh, the meat led me to a year-long hot dog tour on the Wienermobile. Oh, my goodness. Uh, like yeah, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile? That's right, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Oh, my goodness. I, wow. I remember interviewing uh, many, many, many years ago, interviewing <laughs> those folks as they were coming through Raleigh at, at some point. What a neat it, thing, Owen. Yeah. Rufus, you'd be in heaven now. Oh, man. Quite the, quite the wonderful year, you could say. How, so I, so what, did you? Uh, how many hot dogs did you eat? <laughs> I ate uh, I ate a pretty good amount. Believe it or not, we actually don't bring. Uh, we don't even have hot dogs on board. We uh, we carry the wiener whistles that we hand out. Um, but uh, a lot of people call me a weenie now. <laughs> well, I'll tell you that that's a really uh, interesting thing on your resume. It sure is. That's cool. But, I'm hoping I can have as much spunk as you guys uh, down the road. So, not calling you old or anything. No, yeah, we, that's well, all right. <laughs> well, some of us are and some of us aren't. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sam in there, for instance, is not, definitely not old. We're young at heart. Yeah. That's right. Well, I've so enjoyed your show. And Thank oh, and you. What do you. What do you do in your, the rest of your life besides Oscar Wiener? Yeah, that was just uh, that was just uh, you know how long did that last? A year? Exactly. It's just yeah. a one year uh, promotional program that they they take recent college grads for. So yeah, um, so cool. Kind of a, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm running a small security business in town, and we hang cameras and put in access control. So so it's a fun fun business. Oh great! Well, our security is uh, <laughs> is is uh, Big John Ruth, and you know we also we also have um, 
Wait a minute. How many do we have? We have several security people. Joe, well, the, Joe the bouncer. Joe the bouncer is 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 certainly at the top of the list. I, I guess it's just two. I thought we had more than that. But yeah. Joe the bouncer and uh, Big John Ruth are are our security <laughs> when we're out uh, on remote. I remember. I remember when I was attorney general, we used to have a. a, a I was over a section. There was a section in the office that regulated security companies. I'm sure you're aware of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great business. Yeah. It sure is. Uh, yeah, Rufus, I know y'all are, a, a while ago we were talking about um, Harold Cooley over in Nashville. We're actually um, close friends with his, this would be his great-grandson or grandson, Hal Cooley. Is a, yeah, Harold, Harold, uh, yeah, Harold was his, his grandson. Yep. Yeah. So we went to school with his, I guess, his, his grandson, I remember him when he uh, was, uh, you know, you know, six years old, something like that. Oh wow! I I hung around with his cousin Ben, Ben okay. Cooley. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, I grew up in Nashville, so I about a block away from from Mr. Cooley's house, and so yeah, yeah. great man. Phenomenal people. Yeah, Harold's a lawyer in town, right? Um, the Harold I was talking about, uh, he lives in Raleigh. He is in uh, financial services. Okay, that must be, yeah. Well, that must be Harold the Third or something like that, because uh, Harold, yeah. yeah. I don't. I, yeah. The uh, I, yeah, I was talking about his grandson. So. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, Owen. Always nice talking to you, my friend. You call us again. Great, Great talking to y'all too. I certainly will. All right, All right buddy. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. We'll talk to Eric and David and Bobby, all those folks coming up and more. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. We're back on WPTF with the Weekend Gardener. You know, looking at your lawn from a lot of different perspectives, is it kind of ragged right now because of the winter critter damage? Moles? Have they dug through tunnels through your lawn? Have you had some plants devoured by voles? Are you ready to get gardening back to where it's supposed to be and get rid of those varmints or at least repel them? Uh, we uh, don't want you to be con- discouraged. So end the damage with I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. It's available in liquid and granular. I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent has a super strong formulation that's effective and easy to use. I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent works without the use of harmful toxins or chemicals. Hey, did you know that many products that kill moles and voles have undesirable effects of, of killing other animals too? But not I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. It contains only natural ingredients and botanical oils, giving you peace of mind that you won't be unintentionally poisoning any animals, birds, or pets. Uh, I Must Garden repellents are sold all over the triangle. So look for I Must Garden mole and vole repellent in the big orange bag at your favorite garden center or hardware store, such as Ace Hardware in Raleigh and Garden Supply in Cary, also at Campbell Road Nursery in Raleigh. And while you're there, be sure to check out the other I Must Garden natural repellents for deer, rabbits, squirrels, snakes, dogs, cats, and more. 
Protect your garden today with natural pest protection from IMUS Garden Repellent. Earth-friendly, people- and pet-friendly, and made right here in the Triangle. It's 9.55, and when you're out uh, planting black cow, the mature manure is a great thing to use to help your plants along. You know, the warmer planting season <laughs> is going to be here next week because it's, uh, it's not going to be 30 degrees forever. And uh, so you need to get ready. Make sure you get your flower and vegetable gardens off to a great start with black cow. Prepare new plant beds with a one and a half inch layer of black cow in the area and then mix it with the soil six inches deep. Black cow is natural and organic and it contains nutrients that are released slowly without burning tender roots. Pick up the bright yellow bag and get growing. For more details, check out the website, blackcow.com. That's uh, spelled with a K, cow, that is, blackcow.com. Let's see, David is with us in Raleigh. David, good morning. Good morning. How can we help My you? My wife and I bought an older home uh, in North Raleigh last August, and it's got well-established boxwoods growing around it. And we have noticed over the winter, uh, one is turning sort of orangey-yellowish, yellow and several of them are like half of the boxwoods are dying and uh, we're just wondering if there's something going on mm -hmm. that we don't know about or something we can do to help care for them there is a boxwood blight um paul you want to speak to that or i'm sure you've got some more knowledge on that yeah i think the boxwood blight is a, is a foliage disease but Oftentimes when you're seeing the dieback that it sounds like you're describing, that's often a, a, a soil pest like uh, nematodes or root rot. Yeah, Enomasporium, uh, not Enomasporium. Uh, uh, Phytophthora. Phytophthora root rot, yeah. That yeah. is uh, one of the scourges for boxwoods. Uh, but a soil test might help there. I don't know. The nematode test is different, isn't it, Paul? Yeah, so you may want to reach out to your county extension center and talk about your testing options. You can actually do a soil root and foliage uh, sample uh, that can be submitted to NC State, and they will check for all three of those things. They can check for the box blight, the, the nematodes, and the root rot. Uh, and, and give you some answers. Um, you know, in, in in any of those situations, there's not a lot you can do, practically speaking. Um, those are pretty difficult issues to deal with. Um, but it may, it, it, at the very least, tell you what what your chances are of them, you know, recovering, uh, and and help guide you as far as if you do need to replace them. What type of area? Is this a, a wet area or? Uh, no. Uh, the ones actually that are turning yellow is on a gentle slope in the backyard, so it's not standing in water. In fact, right. none of them are really standing in water. Uh, I can attribute dieback in two of them to my use of uh, Roundup getting too close right, right. to them. I'm yeah. But, uh, and you know the mist from that stuff, you well, almost uh, can't even see it. It oh, just can't. drifts. And drifts, so you may have gotten a little more dieback. Now we we got a, a 
30 seconds here, uh, Paul. Uh, can you give me your opinion on crepe, trimming crepe myrtles? I say let them grow. My wife is in favor of crepe murder. So. Let them grow. Let them grow. Uh, let them grow. But, uh, you know, make you can cut uh, within the interior if they're dead limbs or if there's something at the crossing if you want to, you need to air it out some. You can hold on if you want to, Dave, and we'll talk more about that. You're listening to the Weekend Gardener.